travellers and welcome to podcast 136 in our series You Should Have Been There with me Simon Calder and me Mick Webb and uh, this is a World Cup final special edition in which we pit the two finalists against one another not on a football pitch but as contenders for best travel destination. Now we've got a set of categories uh, general, journeys, must-sees, natural and must-sees man-made, food and drink, and travel experiences. And within each category, there are six questions, which will score goals for either France or Argentina. And the questions will be randomly allocated with this um, dice, uh, which has come up four, by the way, this time. And VAR might or might not make an appearance. First, though, we must throw a coin to decide who represents each country. Okay, I've got the uh, coin here. It's a a euro um, and I've got one side which has the uh, symbol one and a map of Europe. So we're going to call the one a one um, and the other side a zero um, in a very good binary way. Okay, I will choose zero. Oh, hang on. Um, and that is zero. So you uh, you get to choose. Right. I'm going to choose Argentina, uh, which means you what? probably <laughs> ought to choose. Yes. And um, now, now, dear listener, I should stress that um, uh, Mick uh, knows Argentina um, much, much better than I do. Uh, I'm sorry to say he probably also knows France much, much better than I do. But I will do my best anyway to argue for the French, which uh, a country which I adore. Um, and um, yes, let the uh, let, let, let um, hostilities begin, I guess. Here we go. The first one then is the general category. And seeing as I've got the dice or the die, I'm going to have to do this each time. But here we are. First one is a six. Um, so um, uh, this is which country is less dangerous to visit? Ah. You start. Okay. Yeah. Um, well, I'm, I'm going to say that France is absolutely least dangerous. I'm going to be quite um, techy and just say that the main reason that um, travellers come to grief um, abroad is through road accidents. Um, Second, actually, is accidents in water. Now, uh, French driving used to be terrible. The road deaths used to be appalling, but it has been absolutely transformed in the past 15 years or so. I haven't looked up the UN data for Argentina, but I can be absolutely sure it is a lot worse per car, per mile driven, whatever metric you want, than it will be for France. Well, I haven't looked it up either, but um, you might well be right. And uh, I think that in general terms, um, Argentina is by certainly by South American standards a very safe place to visit. But there are obviously, particularly in places like Buenos Aires, some um, uh, really impoverished um, areas where people have uh, virtually nothing. And if you wander into them with a uh, smart watch or um, or a smartphone, you might well uh, come out without them. So, um, uh, are, are, are we talking kind of favelas? Of yeah, the oh, absolutely. Are notorious in Rio. Yeah, it's true. There, there, there is one called, I think it's called Villa Treinta Villa 31, which is really right in the middle of Buenos Aires. It's quite, uh, quite surprising. Um, and also, Buenos Aires is 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 a great um, 
proponent of the of the mustard or ketchup scam where you someone oh, squirts yeah. mustard or ketchup on your uh, bag and then lots of lots of people gather around to help and uh, and they also um, help themselves to your stuff uh, i know this is a fact because it's happened to a uh, a nephew of mine um anyway uh, look i'm going to give you that one so that's um, one goal to france oh thank you well that's 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 very gracious now we're on to category B journeys, uh, and I've thrown the dice, and it is two, which is an interesting one. Best road trip. Um, shall I go first this time? Um, yes. Okay, well, without shadow of a doubt, the best road trip ever um, is to drive the full length of the uh, uh, <laughs> the Ruta Nacional 40, the RN40, which goes for 5,000 miles from the Bolivian border <laughs> right down to, um, the, to the very tip of uh, Argentina. Uh. And um, uh, some significant parts of it are uh, not paved. And I have been foolish enough to drive on one of those with a standard um, hire car and um, had to pay quite a lot of money after not only the tyre but also the wheel rim was wrecked by it but my goodness me it's an absolutely thrilling um, journey and one I would love to make. Okay well look I'm, I'm slightly hobbled in this um, because I, I tend not to drive um, particularly in a country like France which has superb um, public transport and also, also when you get away from the kind of big cities and the big auto route you also have very very good um uh, hitchhiking. Um, although the road I'm going to recommend, um, which goes um, across the north of um, Corsica, ah, from yes. Bastia across through Saint Florent, um, and then over the hills down to the sea and uh, Ile Rousse. But I did actually get stuck on it for three hours once. Um, however, it is a beautiful uh, ride and it takes you to Calvi where you can uh, hop on the um, ferry if you want to, as I think I was doing back to Marseille. Well, I'm going to suggest that um, uh, this is actually a win for Argentina, don't you oh, think? Yes. Or a goal oh, for Argentina. Yes, certainly no VAR there. No, absolutely not. OK, we move on now to things to see and photograph in the natural world. I'm going to throw mm. the uh, die here. Looking forward to this. Yeah, well, it's number four. And um, so it's your turn to go first oh. to talk about oh. Um, birds. Oh, no, I was really hoping it wouldn't be this one because um, it is absolutely your specialist subject. And all I've all I've managed to come up with is um, uh, l'oiseau bleu, the blue bird, which was the name of a fancy train through northern France, um, which no longer is with us, a bit like the Orient Express. Um, and um, that, that's the best I can do. But I'm sure you could you could score both ends on this one, so to speak. Well, quite, quite honestly, you almost get a red card for that. But um, uh, I think uh, that France has got some uh, wonderful birds, things like hoopoes. Um, and the Pyrenees is remarkable for uh, birds of prey, particularly vultures. But um, I don't think anything can compare with the mighty Andean condor, um, which oh, probably the yeah. largest 
flying bird in the world and which you can actually spy so far up in the sky that it um, that it could well be an aeroplane. So um, I reckon that uh, this is another goal for Argentina, uh, don't you? Uh, unquestionably, yes. Um... No, no quibbles with that. So, okay, we're now going to move on to things to see and photograph but these mm, are um good these are made by humankind uh, and yes. uh, the dice has said number two bridge oh ah, well you can go first well, on this <laughs> yes and look there's so many that you are completely spoiled for choice um and i'm tempted to go for one which i've never actually seen except in pictures and this is the amazing mio viaduct oh in yeah there. Uh, the southwest. Have you actually driven over? It? Uh, no, I haven't. Or but, uh, seen it? No, I, I've, I have, I have seen it from somewhere, uh, some bit of it, and honestly, and also loads of photographs, and it does look absolutely phenomenal. And of course, you've got the amazing Pont de Garde, for example, the old Roman yeah. bridge, uh, not that far away. Well, I'm even going to mention the the bridge to the Ile de Ré oh, yeah. in uh, western yeah. France. Uh, from La Rochelle, it's a beautiful curved uh, structure. Um, of course, um, Avignon has um, most of a bridge left. I suppose the best bridge that I saw in in Argentina was actually in the uh, the new port development uh, at uh, yeah, ah. which is really quite um, uh, quite impressive in in Buenos Aires, and it's called the uh, uh, Puente de la Mujer, the Bridge of the Woman, ah. which um, is is a beautiful cantilever bridge with with a kind of it looks as though there's a harp in um, in uh, one end of ah. it um, with strings, but uh, it doesn't actually represent a woman apparently it's supposed to um, it's supposed to evoke uh, tango dancers and the reason it's called um, ah. bridge of the woman is that um, uh, Santiago Calatrava who of course is the great great Spanish bridge builder um, yes. uh, yeah. um, built this and uh, he noted that in the the street names of the streets surrounding his bridge were actually of uh, famous um, uh, South American women. So there you go, Puente de la Mujer. But yeah. absolutely ah. n- can't hold a candle to um, the uh, Mio Viaduct. So that's definitely a France. Okay, one. Is, does that mean we're? But I think we're two all now, aren't we? Yep, no. we are. Right. Yep, two yes. two. Gosh, it's all to play for. Um, uh, and in fact, we now move on to uh, food and drink, which is could be interesting. Uh, that's number. Yeah. That's two, and this is best sweet. <laughs> dish <laughs> um, whose turn yeah. is it to start mine isn't it I yeah. think it definitely is yes. yeah. yeah there are lots of very very sweet things in Argentina um, and I'm going to actually go for one of the um, slightly less sweet ones which is dulce de membrillo which you can also get in Spain oh. which is quince yeah. jelly uh, which is absolutely delicious with um ice cream and cream but also with cheese so dulce de membrillo from me well i think i think this one's going to be quite difficult to argue because obviously french cuisine is wonderful i'm not a huge sweet eater but i'm just going to throw out a um, creme brulee i'm going to concede it anyway i oh, mean really? there are so many fantastic uh, desserts in france and i must say that i didn't find that the uh, that Argentina quite uh, sort of came up to the same mark. Um, anyway, on we go. France with a narrow lead now, and uh, we're on to 
experiences, travel experiences, uh, and that's number three, which if I can find my uh, sheet of questions is, ah, museums. Ooh. Oh, dear, ah. yes. <laughs> right, well, I, I, where do I you think... Start, um, or I, where I, do you start? <laughs> yes, um, well, clearly, I, 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 whatever you came up with, I would trump with the Louvre yeah. um, without uh, question, but there are a million other fantastic museums all the way from, um, well, Dunkirk in the uh, far north to Perpignan in the, in the far south. So, uh, yeah. uh, yes, it's, um, I, I, yeah, I'll just leave it at the Louvre. Leave it at the Louvre. Oh, the Musée d'Orsay, because that's actually, I think, a more spectacular building and arguably it has more, well, it's got different art, but yeah, Musée d'Orsay. Okay, well, I'm not going to... Uh quarrel with that either i was going to put forward the museo nacional de bellas artes which mm. is a, a yeah. fine building in um, buenos aires near to the um spectacular recoleto um, cemetery ah, um, and that that's a okay. very 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 nice um, uh, museum it's free which is kind of handy and uh, it has lots of things that i really like which you might not call great art but um are kind of very good way of learning a bit about the history of the country, in this case, Argentina. So lots of um, lots of fine landscapes and um, battle scenes and stuff, which I found um, really intriguing. But I'm afraid I'm going to have to concede another another one there to uh, to France. And you must now be about 4-2 or 5-2 up. I've kind of... Uh, I think it's 4-2, which yeah. of course is a famous score in the um, World Cup pantheon of finals. Okay, we we now go round again, if you see what I mean. So um, we're back to general category. Uh, Dice is um, thrown. And best, highest best mountain. Oh, okay. Okay, I'm not going to go for highest. I'm actually going to go for our old friend, Canny Goo. This is a lovely mountain in uh, southwestern France. And... It, what, what I love about it is partly because it's it's very very distinct, unlike your yeah, Alps, where you know just a whole one, one serrated ridge after another. This just sort of pops up and it dominates everything. And it's also I found very good fun to climb, even though it's the sort of mountain that um, I um, I feel nervous about. Uh, so so uh, I, I have happy thoughts about uh, Kanigu. What about you? Uh, yeah, I've got happy thoughts about Kanigu. I was very pleased to get up and then very worried about how snowy and slippery and unpleasant the um, descent, which I thought was going to be quite easy, um, turned out to be. Um, so it's a bit like uh, walking down to Tootingbeck Common at the moment from, uh, <laughs> from my home in Streatham. But um, I'm going to, well, I I think Argentina is just so um, awash with amazing mountains. Um, uh, I I think, well, Aconcagua, which you have um, climbed, which Mm. I think we count as Argentinian, don't we? Or was it actually? Uh, Oh, it's very, very much. It it is within Argentina. Unusually, it's not one of these mountains where the highest point marks the boundary between two. It's very much within Argentina. I I mean, it's scenically, it's not brilliant, but the fact that it is the highest point outside the Himalayas, I think, um, 
Uh, that way, that wins it. I for think Argentina. it wins it, doesn't it? And if you want something a bit more um, beautiful to look at, then or spectacular to l- look at, then the Ferro Fitzroy uh, near El Chalten is an absolutely amazing. Oh, okay. uh, I suppose it's a, a uh, it's a sort of selection of uh, of needle pointed peaks. Very lovely. But uh, oh. okay, anyway, I'll take that. Uh, quite happily and get back to within a goal of you which takes us now on back onto journeys and I'm going to throw the dice again as I uh, and three this time uh, which is interestingly best boat trip oh okay Um, I'm going to throw in a little boat trip and this is um, from Toulon uh, on the in the south of France to Port Colombe yes which is a little French island um, in the group known as um, the uh, Ile d'Air, so just off the coast of, um, of, of, of uh, yeah, ha- ha- roughly halfway between Marseille and Nice. And I just had an absolutely delightful little boat trip out there. Um, and then you swim and you snorkel because it's uh, entirely a nature park. But actually, the, the kind of boat bit, to be honest, you know, it's it's more a means to a very very nice end rather than a. This is the most astonishing boat trip I've ever been on. <laughs> no, I have done that myself, uh, that trip and that snorkeling, and uh, enjoyed it all oh. greatly. But um, uh, I'm going to um, counter that with um, again, it's a functional journey. It's a ferry um, mm. from uh, across the. I think it's still the the uh, the River Plate, but it might be mm. the Paraná actually by then. And it goes from the extremely watery um, town of Tigre, which is uh, on a, a northern suburb, but a, a really spectacular little place, northern suburb of Buenos Aires. And uh, if you're going to go to Uruguay the pretty way, then you get the ferry from Tigre, uh, across mm-hmm. the whichever river it is yeah. and it might even be two actually um to the wine town of carmelo on the uh, far yeah. bank uh, and it's quite a long trip i mean the river is more or less a sea at that point and <laughs> it takes you through this delta so the first hour yeah. of the trip is is actually astonishing because this reasonably sized ferry is bombing down these uh, waterways <laughs> with amazing jungly stuff on um, either bank and homes and restaurants and even places to stay which are only accessible <laughs> via the uh, via the water via the river i would thoroughly recommend that huh. uh, you've absolutely won it and won me over and now i hugely want to go there which is a tribute <laughs> well, to your description and obviously to this boat trip as well so i think uh, ladies and gentlemen that makes it for all with everything to play for certainly is and we now move on to things to see and photograph of man-made. Good, so, but know, I'm, okay. I'm absolutely confident I'm going to get one. Okay, well, this. you're going to get five here, number five, square. which I think is open space. Is that right? Yeah, square or park or something. Square like or that. park yeah. or open space. Um, okay, oh, well, I'll just go for the Place de Vosges in, um, in Paris. Uh, what more could you possibly want? You've got these wonderful, I think, 17th century buildings crowding around it. In the southeastern corner, there is Victor Hugo's house, which you can go and visit, and it's as though uh, Vic has just um, uh, popped out uh, to buy Le Figaro. Um, it has a 
absolutely in the northeastern corner, a really lovely um, cafe. I think the Cafe Marais, and you can get go into the park and just sit there on a hot summer's day and enjoy your um, uh, locally bought um, uh, bread and cheese and wine. I'm not even going to um, contest that one yeah. um, because people talk about the Plaza de Mayo as an amazing square in, uh, in in Buenos Aires. And it is amazing politically, but it's not amazing aesthetically. So you can look at the Casa Rosado, the pink um, presidential palace, from one of whose um, balconies Evita, Eva, Eva Perón, um, famously addressed the crowds. Fascinating place, but, but with but with none of the uh, aesthetic uh, um, clout of uh, Place de Vosges. So there we go, another one to uh, another one to France. Does that put you in the lead? I think it did. So on we rush to food and drink, which uh, worries me somewhat because it's uh, number three. Ah, okay. Um, best, best, and I've put in brackets cheap wine because we know that uh, France is. Burgundies and uh, and Bordeaux are absolutely astonishing, but um, yes, I, I reckon Argentina could make a bit of a good stab at a reliable, mm. good, cheap red wine in Malbec, which I think is fantastic and uh, actually comes from a French grape, yeah. you know, um, the one that makes um, Caor wine, uh, or um, the yes. white wine called Torontes, which is a bit like Viognier in um, uh, in France and again absolutely delicious well I'm I'm pretty sure that your um, uh, wonderful Malbec from a vineyard near the city of Mendoza is actually for, for what you would get for um, you know, five euros is, is twice as good as what I would get in um, in, in my uh, little supermarket um, for my, my pay doc or, or something. Um, so yes, so I'm, I'm going to give that one to you. No, actually, I'm I'm not sure. Okay. I'm going to do a VAR on oh, myself, okay. and I'm going to give us a draw for this one because I think it would be I think it would be ridiculous to not to say that in any part of pretty well every region of France you wouldn't be able to find a very decent uh, quaffable um, drop. Mm. Okay, yeah, six five to to. Um... Uh, to France. 6-5 to France. Okay, well, let's whiz on to things to see and photograph on the natural side of things. That's a three, and it's flora. Yeah, well, you, well why don't you go first? Well, I am going to um, put forward the Cardon um, cactus, which is absolutely incredible. And it does have flowers, which are interesting enough, but the, mm. there is a park of these things. I mean, it's entirely natural. Yeah. Um, in the northwest, not that far from Salta, the Parque de los Cardones. I cannot tell you what a weird and dramatic sight it is to see uh, acres and acres of these huge things, which are 20 feet in height, I think, quite a lot of them. Um, and they are your, you know, your standard big beast of a cactus. Um, but they are so huge that uh, birds nest in them. And the Cardon cactus is um, so tough that it actually provides wood with kind of strange natural holes in, which is used for <laughs> making furniture in the region and looks absolutely wonderful. Um, we oh. stayed in a, 
uh, a sort of boutique-y little place, um, uh, which which actually had uh, cardon wood ceilings. Most dramatic. I think it's protected now, so you're not allowed to um, cut it down for wood. But my word, what an amazing thing it is. OK, well, I am going to riposte, and I think I'll probably... Uh, you you have the advantage um, over me. I was I was going to go for water lilies, and I was going to go specifically for the water lilies which decorate the home of Claude Monet in Giverny in Normandy. Because not only is it a lovely garden to wander through, you can also then go to, for example, the um, uh, Musée Marmottan. Yeah. Monet, does that sound right? In the um, eastern side of uh, Paris, uh, forgive me, the western side of Paris, which is a lovely kind of almost a house museum, um, and and see them. But I, I think your cactus sounds much more exotic, so I'm gonna I'm gonna have to give that to you. Okay, let's go back to general then, and uh, and that's a five, uh, which uh, under the terms of general is number of UNESCO sites. Mm. <laughs> I looked this one up and there's 41 in France. And if you ask me to pick my favourite, I would actually take you to Carcassonne, a beautiful walled city, which is one. And at the foot of the city is the Canal du Midi, which is another one. I rest my case. Cracking. Yes. Well, um, uh, Argentina manages 11. And weirdly, one of them is also on the French list as well. I bet you can't guess what it is. I absolutely can't. It's Le Corbusier. Oh, um, oh, he, who, of course, has, yeah. is, is famous in his yeah. own country. But uh, he also built or was asked to build, um, design this amazing uh, house in uh, La Plata. Uh, so there we go. But that is mm. sadly another one to, uh, to France. Let's rush on. Things yeah. to see and photograph um, man-made. Uh, so I'm going to... Here we go again. Uh, we've got a, it's a one, um, urban view from a height. Well, how interesting. <laughs> okay, so obviously um, I'm going to um, invite you to, uh, well, not to the top of the um, Eiffel Tower. Uh, I'm going to take you to Montmartre and um, the Basilica. And I'm going to uh, take you up there and um, show you the fantastic view across Paris from there. That's definitely an urban view. It's definitely from a height. Um, and it's not the uh, obvious one. It's obviously free and also quite close. You can probably leg it up there from Gardinor and Eurostar. In that well, my hour. offering is the Barolo Tower in, in Buenos Aires, um, which is... Um, a uh, hundred meters high, uh, spectacular views across uh, from all sides across um, all of the city from the lighthouse, which is on top of it, Ooh. which um, is very good oh. because um, uh, it's not really on the coast at all, but uh, it, it does actually um, welcome um, ships coming into the port, although they would be um, in trouble if they actually used it as a, as a proper guide, if you see what I mean. Um, but no, that's not really the point. The point is that this tower um, is 100 metres high because the inspiration for its building is 
in the uh, Divine Comedy, uh, the great poem by Dante. Um, <laughs> yeah, absolutely, because um, Mr. No. Barolo, Signor Barolo, um, was a very wealthy migrant who came from um, Italy, um, and uh, I think he must have made his money actually in Argentina. Um, uh, out of textiles or something and uh, he decided and he and he loved dante so all of the divisions of the building um are some kind of um uh, uh homage or uh, to or echo of the poem for example the first couple of floors are hell 1 to 14 a purgatory and 15 to 22 are heaven and there's a d- 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 decoration to, uh, to to match that oh, well okay well I, i'm going to give you that one because uh, even though on on a uh, warm summer evening there is nothing i think to beat uh, uh, a view across Paris. Maybe there is, and your one sounds sufficiently weird that um, I'm, I'm going to uh, give you that one, concede gracefully, and make it seven all. Seven all. Ooh. And um, I propose that um, for the penalty shootout, we go back to um, the best. Uh, things to see and photograph in the natural category and look at unique phenomena. So the thing that you would trek miles and miles to see. Uh, And um, in my Mm. case, Argentina, there are two uh, contenders, one at the north of the country, which is the Iguazu Falls, which are absolutely, completely madly totally stunning and um, a very good um uh visitor experience very well organized as well um uh, these sheets of water uh, which from you can see from all sorts of different angles and different uh, different countries even um and even some um mad birds swifts which actually uh, live uh, behind the curtain of water and somehow managed to fly out without getting uh, um, washed away. (laughs) Absolutely mad. And the other thing, of course, is the enormous and wonderful blue uh, glacier um, down at uh, uh, Calafate, which I haven't actually seen. But uh, again, people fly hundreds and thousands of miles to see. Mm. Now, has France got anything to match that? Oh, the trouble is, uh, I, I can't think of anything. I mean, I love the, um, uh, the the troglodyte caves in the Loire Valley, um, which are mostly natural. And I love uh, the fact that they have been turned into homes. But um, I'm 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 at a loss, Mick. Well, I'm. (laughs) Well, that means we're not even going to need to call in VAR because um, Argentina are going to win on penalties, (laughs) eight seven. Well, I'm quite surprised because I thought France, being the country in the world which attracts more tourists than any other, had a a natural um, uh, advantage. But in fact, you you got me with the uh, great natural wonder that you would trek miles for. Um, so uh, I, I respect for you. I shall I shall bow out um, gracefully. So that's uh, the end of the match, the end of the competition. Uh, our next <laughs> podcast, uh, our Christmas edition, will be about travel in fiction. Is it better than factual narrative travel?
or real life travel come to that? We look forward to finding out. But for now, from me, Simon Calder. And me, Mick Webb. Goodbye. Goodbye. Goodbye.